Tom, are you okay? I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One! You need some writer's group therapy. Hello and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. So, before I cancel my Netflix subscription, <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie that everyone's been talking about, Bird Box. You saw it, right? I saw it, yes. So, we decided we're going to have a new segment called Versus. And so, this is going to be Bird Box versus A Quiet Place. Which we both saw. We saw that together, I think, A Quiet Place. We did. We did. Mm -hmm. So, initial impressions. Well, the, you know, comparing them, you know, a lot of people have have made this comparison because it's about a, it's a horror movie where the uh, antagonist is focused on a single sense. And then we should back up a second. Spoilers. If you haven't seen these movies yet, spoilers. Oh, yeah. Go watch the movies yeah. and then come Go back. Go watch the movies and then come back. Yeah. Okay. It goes without okay. saying. We'll wait okay. for you. We'll wait for you. Go ahead. Okay. okay now. They're gone. They're gone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so um, in A Quiet Place, uh, it was sound. Uh, you made a sound and the, and the monsters would come and get you. Uh, in A Bird Box, if you actually saw, if you laid eyes on the, whatever the villain was, the monsters or the, the, the entities, uh, then you'd go crazy and kill yourself or become a true believer and force everyone else to look at the monsters and either kill themselves or become a true believer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the interesting thing is the... I think people compare them because they did come out within a, you know, a relatively short time of each other, but Bird Box was actually a book before it was a film. And that book predates A Quiet Place. But I ah. think um, you and I have talked before about, especially in like sci-fi or fantasy type things, you get one ask from the audience, one. You can't ask things of them over and over and over. So in A Quiet Place, it's, please believe that if you make a sound, you will die. All right, now go. Yeah, that these monsters exist. Mm -hmm. But in Bird Box, it felt like they asked a lot of the audience over and over and over. From a sci-fi perspective, like what's the what's the unbelievable thing that they wanted you to believe? Well, I think or okay, multiple things, I guess. Like, fine, you see the monster, you go crazy, you kill yourself, you kill other people, fine. But then all of a sudden, some people could get away and be immune, you know. Or, you know, you don't know when a monster is going to appear. So, fine, you're running around blindfolded right. all the time. But, you know, you would think there'd be maybe something else then that would cue yeah. you in. Maybe like a smell on the air, a sound a, or something. Yeah. There wasn't a hint or something. There wasn't a, the monsters didn't have a, um, some sort of, uh, oh, the birds, I guess, was the thing. The birds went crazy when the monsters were around. So that yeah, was the, but that, they that didn't figure the, that out. Kind of really on the nose, the bird, the canary in the coal mine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like a little weird that they kept asking more and more without, because it's like, did you not ex figure out your world? You know, does mm -hmm. that make sense? That's kind of how it felt to me. Like, I get it. And I'm go I'm with you on the one thing, but now you're asking me for another thing and another right. thing and another and thing. They, and they actually um they they did try to uh, set up the rules. So they tried to tie the one guy to the chair and have him watch the video cameras of, to mm -hmm. see if the effect would translate through the technology, and it did. 
So that seemed rather odd because usually um, uh, that kind of uh, I, I'm trying to think of other movies where they've they've had that kind of like you can you can uh, well it's like it's a, viewing classic, it with a mirror kind of yeah. like Medusa you can see Medusa. It with the mirror yeah exactly yeah You're, it's not you know because what is it about that connection between you and the and the other the entity that causes that to happen but I guess yeah they didn't really explain anything about why that worked or not. Humor me because I will be honest, I stopped like halfway through because I got so annoyed. <laughs> but I did kind of wonder, was it a perfect sight thing? Like for me, for example, I'm like completely blind without my my glasses or contacts. So if I see this blurry thing, am I still going to go nutso or not maybe partially crazy because I can only partially you, understand you, what's happening? Do you know how it ends? Did you Did you discover that? I read the synopsis. Okay. Like I said, I got annoyed um, around the the driving to the grocery. Yeah. Store. Well, they, the the they wind up getting directed to a bird aviary uh, inhabited by um, blind people. <laughs> it was like a, a a colony of uh, people living together who couldn't see, so they were not affected. And they had all these birds in there, so they had like a warning system if the monsters were nearby. You know, so they they knew when it was okay to open the door to let people in. You know, and so okay. I guess but what a, about I'm asking? What about people who do not have 2020 vision? Right. Well, that's kind of a, yeah. That was never addressed. If there's kind of a if you have cataracts, are you okay? Yeah. 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 There, because there like for me, a, all I'd have to do is just break my glasses and run around and see things in a really big blurry right. haze. Uh huh. So and, they, they actually showed like um, Sandra Bullock's perspective at times, like through the blindfold. So. She wasn't completely blind. There was a little bit of, uh, you could see a little bit of the environment around them, but it was very blurry and very, you know, masked. It wasn't quite but, transparent. So, so going, the reason I'm on a soapbox about this is because, again, if you're going to ask for world building, I'm a glasses wearer. Guess what? Like a majority of people in the world are glasses wearers. Okay. This right. is like poor eyesight is actually something that genetically, if we were all being Darwinian about it, should have been, you know, bred out of humanity, right? Because people with poor eyesight would have theoretically sure. died and not passed on their genes. Walked off a cliff or got eaten by a lion. Yeah, but because we're you know humans and we can adapt, we've corrected for that poor vision thing. So I'm, that's why I'm like, that's a big question. People who have not 2020 vision, and not 2015, but I'm talking like really poor eyesight. Is there a scale of, I can't drive without my glasses on. Right. So if I perceive this monster, am I still going to know what I'm seeing? Mm -hmm. And am I going to go crazy? I feel that's a legit question. They yeah. never explained that. Mm -hmm. People just smash your glasses and you're free, right? Well, except for the fact that there uh, there was a, a portion of the people who did not kill themselves, but then would, if you wouldn't look at the at the monsters, they would kill you. So there was, you know, um, kind of a catch-all there because there, these... these uh... And it's a little, to me, that was where I'm like, Okay, you're asking too much. Now. Yeah, you know yeah. you can't have this and this and this and that. You know, mm -hmm. just just one. Yeah, there was the much maligned uh, the happening, the M Night Shyamalan movie with um, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I haven't and, seen it. Yeah, it it was very similar to um, a, a Bird Box in the fact that all you had was like the breeze blowing, and in that movie it was the plants that were actually sending toxins out into the world to kill humans because they decided we were too dangerous. We were destroying the environment too much. Mm. So, and literally people, when the wind would blow by, they just stop what they were doing and then do something to kill themselves. Like one guy laid down under a lawnmower another other people jumped off of buildings and, uh, you know, or crashed their cars. 
that so that breeze was kind of you're always watching the trees and the breeze to see where the wind was going and people were running from the wind and it was horribly maligned i mean i i, I thought it was it was okay i didn't um it had some great characters and some pretty intense you know drama to it but um as far as a sci-fi film it that that ask that they had that the plants are killing everyone was a little bit out there but it was more consistent than Bird Box because it it worked pretty much the same way each time. They mm-hmm. didn't constantly change the rules as they went. Yeah, I think why A Quiet Place, which I will say is amazing and it totally deserved, you know, being nominated and stuff. I think why that one works is because the threat is external versus Bird Box. Where, yes, the threat is external, but it affects you psychologically and it affects everybody different, which is their little out to make their rules change. Whereas in a quiet place, like you said, it's consistent and it's an external threat and we can all get behind. Like, even though the little girl is deaf, she understands that if I make a noise, it can still be heard. You know, Mm -hmm. there's still consequences for actions, even if she cannot perceive them, because that is how the world works. And, and it's an external thing and it makes sense versus Bird Box where it's like, and now this and it changes and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you're crazy, maybe you're not, who knows, whatever. It affects some animals, it doesn't affect other ones. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. You know, and A Quiet Place, you know, um, was a microcosm of a larger world that they were, uh, I, they're going to do a sequel to it. Uh, so we'll find out what happened in, the, in probably the broader world or it'll be another section of the story happening somewhere else. Um, but you know, they, they did show us some, uh, a wall of newspaper clips and stuff. So we kind of got a little bit of a history about what had happened before. And in, in, you know, one, one story, a bird box is about people dealing with the apocalypse as it happens. And then the other one is about people dealing with an apocalypse after like, you know, surviving it and kind of managing it. And that's kind of where bird box ends. It's like, I, and the one thing I didn't like about bird box is it, it gave you an ending, but it really wasn't an ending because there's there were way too many holes at that in that ending. And and you know again these are these people were blind, but it doesn't mean they're completely safe. Plus they've been letting in sighted people for a while now, and there's it just takes one of them to you know screw that up, which they kind of prove earlier in the movie when they have one person led into the house who then turns on them. So I feel like I feel like uh, you know that in itself is kind of uh, like the bird box was kind of like a pre the not the prequel of its own, but it was kind of just the beginning of the story and a quiet place we, we've kind of skipped the uh inciting incident and we've kind of just jumped into the people surviving in that world i think uh the a quiet place has has an option to do more of a prequel and show us how it got to that point if we really wanted to see it um mm-hmm. or you know obviously it can get become a bigger story in the next one if they want to take it to an you know the next level um, which they do in these kinds of things sometimes. They mm-hmm. kind of go like, okay, now here's how we're going to fight back, you know, or the military gets involved or stuff. Or kind of like um, uh, Cloverfield. Did you see the Cloverfield movie uh, movies? No. Quasi-connected. No. You know, that was a, a, a handheld camcorder kind of like found footage uh, horror film mm-hmm. um, about these people surviving this alien monster, you know, trouncing New York City. Um, but then they had these, the, the second one was um, John Goodman and I can't remember the actress's name were in a bunker trying to survive that entire incident. Um, so it was kind of, it wasn't a sequel so much of as it was like chapter, another chapter of the same uh, story. So I feel like maybe that's uh, you know an opportunity for bird boxes to, to tell another chapter in quiet place. The, mm-hmm. These kind of movies can tell more chapters. 
and then give us a bigger, you know, maybe they can finally explain a little bit more, kind of, you know, t- t- like hone hone their universe a little bit and maybe explain it a little better. What about likable characters? Um, yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of the kids in these horror movies. They, they tend to ruin everything. <laughs> True. I know. I was like that one kid in A Quiet Place. I'm like, man, you know, it's been a year, you know. That was Darwinian mm-hmm. right there. But um, but yeah, I mean, your lead in, in Bird Box, trust me, I love Sandra Bullock. I think she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. But her character was not likable. No. At all. And you're rooting for her. And you're like, you're so mean. But then they put John Malkovich in there to be an even worse character. So you hate him and it makes her more likable. Is that really the way we should write our scripts? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a relativity there, but. Uh, she, yeah, she, um, she's kind of very self-absorbed and, and she's very resentful the entire movie about keeping these kids mm-hmm. alive. It feels like, you know, uh, the un, unintended, uh, consequences there where she's, uh, responsible for these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is hers and one which isn't, I gather. Right. Yeah. But after five years, after five years, you know, either you're bonded or, I mean, because no one's making her take care of those children, right. you know? Um, so I can understand if it was like right after the kids were born and she's like, oh, crap, now I got, you know, my own kid and, you know, the kid of this dead person. Great. But it's been five years, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm kind of like, mm. yeah. I did like I, w- I was watching some selected clips though, and I did like the let me think about sacrificing the little girl to the monster. <laughs> I was like, wow, you are so likable. I love you right now. It's great. What? Yeah. yeah. That, that just one last point is they actually never did point out what would happen to children in that situation, did they? Mm-hmm. They never showed again. showed children dealing with that at all. Yeah. Again, so, you know, big question mark. World, yeah. world building. There was a lot of things in there that j- they just didn't flesh out the world completely. I think. So what do you guys think? Let us know at writersgrouptherapy.com. You can also find us online at WG Therapy. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and share it with your friends. We'll see you next week.